Welcome to Faithfully Unapologetic. We are your hosts, and I'm Kelly Jean Pittman, and this is my amazing and beautiful daughter, Gina. We are a mom and teen duo who are super excited to help you discover the secret to finding joy in the chaos of the everyday. We're honored to share this time with you every two weeks, while you'll learn how to break free from the cycle of anxious thoughts while moving into joy and peace on a daily basis. We'll encourage you to step into your power, find joy, and become the best version of yourself while improving your relationship with God. So please be sure to subscribe so that together we can spread joy even amongst the chaos and faithfully nurture Welcome, our body listeners. Mind. Welcome, guys. You can find We're us so on Instagram to be at with you faithfully again. underscore yeah, apologetic. We, are. we have a very interesting topic Kelly Jean Pittman. We have a very common one, Thank actually. you so much, and we really I hope you enjoy this, this topic. this topic weighs down a lot of people, and a lot of people struggle with it. Yeah, and it's one that we've talked about. We, we've talked about it in the past, but it's so prevalent right now that it's really important I think that we keep on working on this. Yeah, and the topic is anxiety. We're going to be talking about anxiety, diving into how you can stop that anxiety. Right, we're going to give you the first step in stopping anxiety, the very first thing that you need to do in order to get those anxious thoughts under control. Yeah, and it's really hard because for me, anxiety is almost like a way of coping and controlling and is it's difficult and so many people struggle with it and the world that we live in does not promote a calm anti-anxious mind it really doesn't in fact i just read a report that was all very alarming to me and actually it said that one out of three people are diagnosed with anxiety that is a lot of people and there's so many different because there's just general anxiety disorder but then there's different diagnosis within that diagnosis that you can be diagnosed with. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, right, that's a lot of anxious thoughts flitting around. And it's like, I know a lot of people who struggle with anxiety that aren't diagnosed. So you put those numbers all together and it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah, in my head, it's like, I don't understand how someone couldn't struggle with anxiety because it's something that I face on like a daily basis and it can be the smallest thing. Yes, and the good news to this is, which let me know if you can attest to this, is that we absolutely have control yes. over our anxiety. We, and it's not negating anybody's anxiety out there, but we are the first and foremost answer to help to calm those thoughts down. Yeah, because sometimes it feels like it's out of reach, but... When you realize that you do have power to control it, it it makes a world of a difference. Completely different because then then you have access to something, right? Something immediately when you start kind of sailing off. I know with me when all of a sudden you get these stuck stuck thoughts and I just want to go, 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 go. And I'm so mad and everybody's wrong. And, you know, I can just feel it building. And when you become aware of those anxious thoughts and you you kind of get the flags like wait a second do I really want to be here what's something I can do to stop it and so that's what we're gonna talk about today and it's something really simple that you can do it's one thing that you have the power to do and you can do it every day and the more you practice it the better you're gonna get at stopping those anxious thoughts yeah so do we spill the beans? Do we spill the beans? I don't know. Do you want to spill the beans? What is the number one thing 
that you need to do the very first thing to stop those thoughts is yes is to be calm like is to be still to be still and calm and quiet yes say what like i was saying the world does not promote it doesn't it doesn't promote anti-anxiety you're constant people are constantly running and if you look back look back at our distracting productivity one so many people are just go 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 doing things because they feel like they need to or they need to keep their mind distracted and like i was saying before when i am anxious it's almost like a way of coping but then at the same time i don't want to have anxiety so then i distract my mind and it's it just makes it so much worse and so right we need to be calm and have these thoughts so we can deal with them mm-hmm. in order to release them and be not anxious. Yes, and I think one of the number one ways that people have learned to block out those anxious thoughts is to be constantly busy. Run, 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 run. Do something nonstop. If there's a moment of silence, you go to your phone, you turn on a podcast. Of course, keep listening to our podcast. Yeah, listen to our podcast. <laughs> Use discretion. Course. But yes, I mean, <laughs> we're all be sober minded. Yeah, but or, you know, TV, Netflix, or just run. Just go run. Like, oh, I got to go do something, right? It's like, yeah, got to go get that coffee. Got to go meet that person. Got to go. Uh, just constant. It's constant. It is really constant. Business. Yeah. And so we have a Bible verse. God talks about this quiet and stillness. And I'm going to read a verse from Exodus. And that's chapter 14. And that's verse 14. And it says, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. I really love this one, too, because in the context, so this is from Exodus. It's powerful. And Exodus is the second book in the Bible, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure it is. It goes Genesis, Exodus. Just taking a sneak peek. And it's it's really powerful to me because the whole book of Exodus is kind of going through, like, what Moses was doing. And he was doing a lot of big stuff. He was, he was not filled. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. He was not filled with holy anxiousness. No, he was on fire. He, he was, was on, on fire, fire with the Spirit the and um, talking to the burning bush. Yeah. Partying the Red Sea. He, he just did so many incredible things. And it could have been easy for him to be anxious. But he trusted in the Lord was still in the Lord, and the Lord fought for him. Yes, absolutely. And I was just, as you're talking about Moses, and I was just kind of reading a little bit before that, and Jesus was telling the people, do not be afraid, which is written many, many, many times in the Bible. And anxiety comes from fear. And so that really, uh, when you're quiet and still, you can move out of that fear. Yeah. And I think what you're talking about is really powerful and I, Moses is a great example as you, I'm glad that you dug in and gave this verse a little bit more, a <laughs> little too. bit, yeah, a little bit more better picture because we read these verses and there's always a whole story that goes around these verses. Yeah. And this one is from Moses, but looking into my own life, I can see that this is true. Just with some of the life-threatening medical things that we have dealt with. And right. When I kind of get crazy and caught up in this fear and this stress it's kind of easy for me to maybe go a little bit manic and that doesn't really help things when you do that 
But what I have found, right, is that when I'm quiet and still and I pray to God and I thank him for the blessings that he's giving me and I ask him to teach me what I need to learn, he does fight for me. Yeah. And I'm quiet and he fights. And it's like, that's when all these amazing miracles happen one after another. And I'm not fighting the doctors. I'm not telling people that they're wrong, at least not most of the time, <laughs> telling the doctors they're wrong. You're wrong. That's not the right diagnosis. Um, I'm sure the doctors hear that many times from very afraid patients Yeah, about their loved ones. But it's absolutely true. I can see it in my own life. I can see it play out where when I am still and quiet and focusing on God, he begins the battle. Mm-hmm. And kind of like I was saying before, too, I mean, I don't know how you feel about anxiety, but anxiety for me is a way of fighting, fighting something, fighting fear, fighting whatever. But it's not a good way. Right. For me, it's exhausting my resources, my energy, and my time. Mm. And I, those are, those are all very precious things. Mm-hmm. And so when I have quiet time with the Lord... Or I just release that to him in that quiet time. The Lord is able to take over that fight for me. And I then get to save my time, energy, and resources. And it's just a really, really great thing that we all have access to. We all have access to spending time with the Lord and being quiet and still. Yes, I think that's a good example that you gave. Because, yes, when I get really anxious, I'm... I kind of like to fight. I kind of like to be, as one doctor called me, a bulldog and just kind of plow in there and get things done. (laughs) (laughs) But he meant that as a compliment, I'm pretty sure. But that is kind of what I do. And uh, bulldogs aren't really all that great all the time. Sometimes they're good and sometimes maybe they're not good (laughs) when the bulldog is kind of attacking. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Where I just want to, I want to just like, you know, I'm mad. I'm not listening to anybody. I'm moving forward and I'm complaining and it's like nobody's helping me and I'm just like nobody understands. Nobody gets me and the world is going to end if this is not done. So no. or if right, whatever I'm anxious about. Right. It's like this is just I can't even listen to anybody. I can't. I, I mean, definitely feel that as well. I have this mode. I just want to go. And it, that that only feeds those anxious thoughts. And so I want to fight. Right. Yeah, But I have found, such as that Bible verse says, that in the biggest battles where my anxiety really wants to rule, that letting God take over and me being still is awesome. Mm-hmm. And it works. It, it does. Fights. It really does. And like you say, and I can reserve my energy because a lot of times we there are big challenges that we're facing and they require a lot of our energy. So when we exhaust ourselves, like you said... And fighting, we don't have our energy when we really need it for some... You can make yourself sick, like physically sick. Yes. And so it's not a good thing. No, it's really not. So that's a powerful verse. And that's one reason why we really... that The number one thing, right, to just unplug is to be still and be quiet. Yeah. And so we have a really nice verse to follow up, to follow up Exodus. And it's from Isaiah. And it's Isaiah 30, 15. And it says, this is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, in repentance and rest is your salvation, in quietness and trust is your strength. This 
this one is so beautiful because wow. like we were talking about our strength our strength is found in that quietness and in trust because when we're fighting the lord's fight uh-huh. <laughs> we are exhausting so much energy because we're only human we are not god we do not have unlimited energy we don't have unimaginable pa- unimaginable power you're so right. And then what I think happens is we get in the way and we make things worse. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh my gosh, wait, here, God, I'm struggling so much. Here's some of the battle. But then you kind of take it back and like, you're like, oh, but I'm struggling. Right. And you kind of, you have this yep. like pull back and forth. One foot in the battle and one hesitantly like stepping over to God. But yeah. you're like, well, I don't know. I you're still, a little indecisive. I've got to get this stuff done over here, God. You do your thing, but I'm I'm doing mine, right? Yeah. That, that's not what we're talking about. It's kind of no. let go and let God. You gotta you, you gotta give that up. Yes, and so I really like that because it's that that repentance piece too. Yeah. So like when I was talking about like the crisis, it's right. I really really need to repent and to be thoughtful and to thank God for what He's doing, but. To be mindful and admit, like, what I've done wrong. Yeah. Because in our, he says, in our repentance and our rest is our salvation. That is our salvation. How beautiful is that? Yeah, because I don't think when you are running around, you are able to have conversations with God. You're not able to no. acknowledge him or see him. Absolutely and so it's not. really hard to receive that full repentance and understand the capa- like, what you are doing. Yes. And... You kind of just go through your day without even really acknowledging or thinking about God. Yeah, it can be. If, if I have a day that's filled with anxious thoughts, boom. I start running I'm like a wound little bunny. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> You're the energizer bunny. It's like, yeah, it has thoughts of God entered my day. Uh, when I'm wound up like that, probably uh-uh. not. I'm too darn busy. I can't even think or breathe. I hold my breath and run through my day. Yeah, I literally have friends that sigh because they're like, I forgot how to breathe. And then I remember. And then they're like, (sighs) it's kind of funny. But yeah, you really just, if you don't even have time to remember to breathe properly, it's going to be hard to find time to think about God if you're like that anxious. Right. So you want that stillness and you want that quietness. And so think about quietness. It's like, I love to sit out in the gazebo. I love to is hear that, the is birds. Is quietness really even a thing anymore? Oh, it's so nice. But right, as we're sitting out there, because uh, you're out there too, it's like, what do we hear? The lawnmower, constantly, 24-7, it feels like. Somebody's always chainsawing. Oh my gosh, I never knew we had so many trees in our neighborhood. <laughs> I know. Oh my, I just, They're leaf crazy. blowing. Uh, there's a saw. There's always a car driving by. Router. Planes fly by. And the ambulance. And oh my gosh, the planes. Yes, the jets yeah, were on the so many pathway planes. to the airport. It's like, oh my goodness. So then you get the dogs riled up. Although, you know, they're tolerable. They're natural. Yeah, they're natural. It's a natural sound. But the cars driving by, it's like, just give me well, some Well, they're all man-made. Yes, it is man-made. It's like, like, we could prevent that. But no. So what happened to quiet? I mean, research and studies show that the brain needs quiet to rejuvenate itself, to mm-hmm. rest. That's why we need that sleep. But we also need, when people talk about that mindfulness, that meditation, that's what everybody really needs to do to keep a balanced brain. When you have a balanced brain, when the, I'm going a little brainy here. Brainiac. Brainiac. When the brain wave frequencies are balanced and regulated, um, 
you don't zip into those anxious thoughts. So that's golden, that mindfulness. And so we really want to get there. But to get there, we want to have quiet. Yeah. Right? We want to be mindful. And so that really is the number one thing to do. And that is our tip for you today. Because this is the start of... Something new. <laughs> Take it away. Sing it a little louder, girl. <laughs> it is the start of something new. We want you guys to be able to find peace in God and in that quietness. So then you can that day. stop that anxiety. Right. Break free. So you're going to have some thoughts zipping around and it's not necessarily going to be easy to do. No. And so what we recommend is just, just start. Think about it as a daily practice, but you know what? We're talking a couple minutes here if you're new to yeah. this. We don't want this time to be in vain. We don't want you like tapping a pencil because you just want the time to go by. Right. We, it's we something that you to... we want you to want. Right. We don't want you to dread it. And really, if you're not used to it, being quiet for even five minutes can be kind of a challenge. And so just start out with a couple minutes if that's really challenging for you. And so, but what you want to do is you want to have a quiet spot. And so if somebody really has that lawnmower going outside, that, I mean, that's scientifically proven to increase your anxiety, your trust, your stress response. So you're going to want to go someplace quiet. Um, Out in nature is extra calming, scientifically proven there again, getting back to nature, being outside as much as you can. So if you can do it outside, that's awesome. If not, go to a calm, peaceful room where it's quiet and you have no distractions, shut the door. Yeah. And then... You just want to, if you want to look up meditation, you can. But really what we want you to do is just to be present, to breathe, to feel your body breathing in and out. Being aware of all your senses. All of your senses, what you're touching, feeling, like what you're sitting on. You know, you can touch your clothes, touch things to get grounded. Um, Smell, notice the smells that are around there, feel any breezes, you know, that might be, if you're outside, it could be the wind, you could have a fan going, it could be, you know, a vent that you're sitting by. Just start noticing these things. And if thoughts want to intrude, just kind of get back to the focus of your environment around you. Yeah. And so once you start getting used to that, you might want to start incorporating, you know, your journal time or your prayer time or reading the Bible. But the biggest deal is to just unplug and then extend it. Once you've mastered five minutes, do 10. Once you get to 10, go up to 15. Um, And I like to do like, you know, 15 in the morning. It's harder for me to fit it in in the morning if I'm going to work. And like 15, 30 minutes at night before bed, at least, is a great time that I like to do it. Is there any practice that you put into place? Yeah, in the mornings is a really good time for me. Early bird. Chirp, 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 chirp. Yeah, I'll wake up 15 minutes early to just... Not me. Read my Bible. (laughs) Read my Bible. And before bed, occasionally, I will just, like, sit and pray because I feel like I need to talk to God. Because sometimes I forget to during the day, (laughs) even though we have access to him all day, every day, 24-7. All day, every day, so it's easy. But then, you know what? Start, like, I love um, doing this podcast, even if we didn't have you beautiful listeners listening. Because really, for me, it has, you know, we do what we talk about. And it has so strengthened my faith with God. And it's made me more conscious of my thoughts. And I'm more able to find this peace. And so I have been um, being more quiet and still. 
And so I've not been listening to the radio, actually, not nearly as much as I do when I'm driving in the car. Yeah. And I don't turn on music when I'm painting. I haven't turned on music when I'm painting and stuff. And it's like I've been really unplugged these last couple weeks from noise, excessive noise. Because when we're talking about that quiet time, we're not talking about a four-hour Netflix Netflix binge. No, because you're still dumping your mind with things. With you things mean, your and body might that be aren't still, your own. But your mind is not. Exactly. And even we don't even want music, especially music with lyrics. No, um, I'm a really, really, really big music listener. This is very difficult for me. I really try not to, though. But... Oh. Because music's still not at, at, at distraction, and especially if it has words, it blocks all your thoughts. So yeah. what we're really trying to get is let those thoughts come. Because if you're blocking thoughts, and it feels really good, especially if you have anxious thoughts, uh, it's you can get into a routine um, that feels like it's helping you by being constantly busy and constantly having something playing, you know, noise. Because then you can't think. Right? Yeah, you don't have to. But those thoughts don't go away. And so that's why this quiet time really starts allowing them to surface so you know what they are. Yeah. And then when you know what they are, then you can start tackling them. Mm-hmm. So the very first step that you need to do is have that quiet time. Yeah. And then a lot of times a good practice, if the thoughts get kind of crazy and you're sitting there, it's just say, you can just say the word Jesus. Yeah. Or ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, calm my thoughts. Just whisper a little prayer. Tell God, take these thoughts away. Let me, you know, feel your peace. And that can be very, very powerful and mm-hmm. grounding. And so that's a good way to get started with that. Yeah. And you need to be intentional about it. So finding a time in the morning or night, just a time for you and, and blocking that out and then like unplugging from any electronics, including music or the radio it's just it's a tall task yeah especially in this day and age but um in order to if you really want to break free from that anxiety that's really where it starts yeah you gotta do that you gotta do it so we have another bible verse this bible verse i love because it's kind of god's truth just smacks me in the face like a cold hard Sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. No, well, I literally harder, got hit in the face that. with a sandwich a couple of days ago. <laughs> I work at Panera, and I was working, and this guy like accidentally hit me with a sandwich. So, God hit you with a sandwich. No, he hits me with that cast iron frying pan. Yeah. Mine's much more painful. <laughs> like tangled style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's a, it's a loving smack in the face, <laughs> you know? God, he has to set me straight. I'm pretty stubborn, so yeah. a sandwich wouldn't do it. I just look the mayo off and say, oh, that tastes pretty good. <laughs> and, on, <laughs> and on to whatever I was doing. No distraction there. Now, this verse, I love it. It's from Luke, and Luke is the no-nonsense book, I think. it's um, It I, is Luke 39 through 42. Yes, and I'm just going to talk about, this is um, when Jesus is visiting the Marys. Martha and Mary. Martha, Martha, Martha oh, sorry, and Mary. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Martha and Mary. Come on, Mom. And so, and so Martha is busy um, getting food prepared. Yeah. And she's working her butt off. It's like, how many people have been there? 
I'm raising my hand super high, me, 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 me. You know, if you're a mom, you're in charge of everything, kind of family yeah. gatherings and having everything in place so everybody can have a good time. And so this is it. You have a visitor. You have Jesus, of all people. Jesus, my so goodness So why wouldn't you want to prepare? You, so, you'd want to prepare the most amazing feast in the world. Talk about anxiety. I'd be running. Yeah, I wouldn't be sleeping. I'd be mm-hmm. cleaning and preparing and have like the fanciest meal he ever would ever have eaten, right? So I'd be working my butt off and I'd probably be really cranky and probably really, really anxious. Yeah. And so I don't know if I've had the guts to go and complain to Jesus like Mary did. But um, I'm reading and it is, I mean, Martha did. Sorry, I'm getting it mixed up. Martha complained. Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. And at this point, in this Bible verse, I'm like, yes, 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 you go, Martha. Absolutely. It's like, God, tell these people to help me when I'm doing all this work. And to my shock, Jesus, Jesus says, Jesus says, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things and worried and upset. Isn't that anxious thoughts? Yeah, I think it is. But few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. And she was calm. God said, denied. You are denied. (laughs) And quiet at the Lord's feet, listening to his words. And so this verse is, it's difficult for me because I am the Martha, Martha, Martha. Mm -hmm. Uh, and And I'm thinking, this is how I'm showing my love, and I'm doing the right thing, and... Like God's going to think better of me because I'm doing the right thing. But but he also knows you're distracted. Yeah, and your good works don't really get you to heaven either. No, they, it literally says that in the Bible. So, no. So this is a powerful, powerful. Yeah. I mean, it Bible kind of wraps up what we were talking about. God, she might be feeling like she's trying to battle this. Just this is a fight for her trying to prepare for Jesus. And it's showing him, right? I'm, I'm going to show him how magnificent I think he is by all the stuff that I'm doing for him. And that's kind of, I mean, I, I get that. I so get that as a mom. Yeah. And it's a battle for her, possibly. But she needs, Jesus told her, you need to give this to me. Like, I, I'm, I'm doing my thing. Like, you should just enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah, and she's filled with worry and frustration and possibly anxiety. That is the festering beginning of anxiety, right? And so one would say, well, guess what? And I guess I've been told this maybe myself before, too. It's like you brought this upon yourself. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> All I mean, your she, worry, anxiety, and frustration. <laughs> yeah. Um, when really you just need to be quiet and listen to God. Yeah. That's honestly all he requires as well, requires of us is to do that. He doesn't require us to accomplish things or be productive or just a lot of the things that society tells us what we should do. He doesn't ask that of us. He, he only wants us to spend time in his pre- in his presence so we can go out and Amen. be the hands and feet of Christ. Yes, yes, sister, yes. You got yes. those words right. We were in um church this weekend in a great uh, sermon on the book of Romans. On we love chapter. Romans, and yeah, and it, it was such a powerful sermon. And but what what was 
kind of profound for me is that he said, people go around asking about the will of God. I want to know what God wants me to do. I want to know him. I want him to just tell me when he's like, all you have to do is be still and listen. Mm -hmm. Listen to that small voice in you. God's with you always. He's telling you what to do. Second by second, you have to quit blocking him out with so much noise and activity. Yeah, because it's not like God's just going to reveal his entire plan to you in one moment. It's got, it's continual. You need to be mindful. And so being able to break away from just everything for 15 minutes in the morning or five minutes at night or whatever, it's going to allow you to hear God so much better. And you're going to be aware of his presence even more throughout the day. Right. And the more you start this little bit, you know, and you can start growing it and you can, like I say, start driving, maybe try, try a little time without the radio on. Maybe turn your phone off for half an hour or an hour. You know, maybe don't watch TV before you go to bed. Maybe go for a walk and read a good inspirational book. There's lots of ways that you can unplug Mm -hmm. and go quiet and still. So I think... That brings us to the end of this podcast. Yeah. Although we do have a little announcement. We're planning on doing a challenge. We are. In the next month. So Yes. Um, be listening for that. We'll talk about it on the podcast for sure. But if you haven't um, followed us on Instagram. You should do that. <laughs> be sure to do that. Faithfully unapologetic. <laughs> I will. I would love to pray for us. Okay. All right, that sounds amazing. I love your prayers. When the Holy Spirit is so on fire in your heart, it's so fun to listen um, to your words. Thank you. As you bless us. So please join me in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for bringing all of our beautiful listeners here today. I just thank you for giving us another day to live in your presence and to breathe and to just live in your beauteous world. Be still and quiet. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Dear God, I just ask that you just help us to be mindful of the amount of activity, the amount of productivity we are participating in. God, I just ask that you quiet our minds, quiet our hearts, and help us to be open to you. God, Mm -hmm. you tell us to be quiet. You tell us to spend time in your your word because you know, you know, you designed us to be in your presence. You designed us to be quiet. God, I just ask that you are able to help us be aware of the moments that we can take advantage of to be quiet in mm-hmm. in in you. God, mm-hmm. I just ask that you are able to bring quietness to us and quiet our hearts. God, help us to just be just aware of you. I ask that if anyone is struggling with finding time to be quiet. God, that you are just able to mm-hmm. plant that time and that focus in their hearts. That's beautiful. God, I just ask that you give us an awareness of you because it's so hard to just, it's it's easy actually to go through our days and not realize that you're, you're working and not see that you are in our lives. It's the the amount of productivity and the the noise it just distracts our minds mm-hmm. god i just ask that you help us to unplug and to kind of 
spiritually step away from this distracting world Mm -hmm. and you give us time to be quiet and spend time with you because that's all you require of us you don't good good works and being productive and being involved in activity is not what you called us to be we are mm-hmm. of you so of course we want we have this yearning to spend time with you and mm-hmm. god i just ask that you just honestly give us time to do what you designed us to do right help us become aware of that time yes we have that time but we're not aware of it yes so god just plant that awareness in our hearts and in our minds so that we can come back to the father and be peaceful instead of anxiety filled God, we love you and we praise you forever and ever and more. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' sweet and holy name. Amen. Amen. That was amazing. Thank Thank you so much for that beautiful prayer. Your words are so powerful. And so thank you for joining us today. We're excited to see you in two weeks. Yeah. In faith and love. Jaina. And Kelly. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and And comment. Yep. And you'll find inspiration, words of wisdom, and we're sharing God's love and word. In faith and love. Kelly. And Jaina. Bye.